Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Welcome to Face to Face. This is a show about change and what's next. It's a show that asks questions and peels back the layers of our average everyday experience and goes beyond scratching the surface. We interview people doing incredible things who are making a difference around the globe. Join me as we listen in and get one step closer to understanding that big ideas shared create collaboration. Collaboration can inspire community, and communities create social change. I'm David Peck, and this is Face to Face. So my next guest is Noemi Weiss, and she's here to talk about her new film, her important new film, Connecting the Dots. You, If you're a documentary fan, you would know her name. She's an award-winning filmmaker. Milk might ring some bells back at Hot Dogs a few years ago. This is a film um, that is is a must-see. I think it's a must-see for, for policymakers, for politicians, for, for parents, for, for teachers and educators of all kinds. This is about um, a universal problem, as Noemi points out in the film. Actually, as the young people she films point out in this film, this is a film that it's about a crisis uh, referred to as a global epi- epidemic uh, um, by some, and that is this mental health uh, crisis that, that, that Noemi's so beautifully uh, unpacks for us and and it sounds like it's going to be a real challenge to watch and in some levels it is but you know what this is a film that is uh, it is rooted in hope it is rooted in uh, change and you know as as one of the uh, protagonists of the film she follows a, a young man by the name of Nathan Harmon who who speaks up and speaks out and who 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 wants to remind us that you know people really do change the world. This is, uh, this is a hashtag raise your hand. It's about the stigma around mental health issues. It's about relationships and social justice and, 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 and our own responsibility. And, and so through a variety of, of, of very personal narratives, very personal visual diaries, we are uh, allowed to see into some of these young people's lives. And listen, it's as a parent, and, and it's, it's tough to watch to, to say, wow, is it, is it really this bad? How how did we get here? And and that's what Noemi and I chat about, and 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 we wind up talking about uh, you know a, a film really that is 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 all about relationships. And so you know it's it's the, the key message is you know you're not alone. Your voice matters. It's about breaking the silence. It's about it's about reaching out. I love the conversation we had, and and uh, I hope you do too. Um, look uh, for the film. It's called Connecting the Dots. 
And uh, there'll be lots of information on the website as well for you to, to find out more about that and about Nathan and about uh, where this is going to go. And there's a, there's an in, in, impact campaign built um, around this film and l- so much more going on than, um, than, than meets the eye here. So stay tuned and, and don't forget if you want a little bit more information about the work that I'm doing, you can do that at davidpecklive.com. You could purchase a copy of my book, Real Changes Incremental. I'd love it if you did that and, and leave a review for it would be, you know, almost as good and probably better in some respects. And, um, you know, this is one of many, many interviews I've done over the last few years uh, and face-to-facelive.ca check us out, go to the website. Uh, this is probably 535. This is my 535th published interview. How crazy is that? And I'm still in love with it. And the people I get to meet, uh, it's just, it's really quite remarkable. Please leave us a review. If you're enjoying what we're doing here, uh, you can do that on iTunes or Spotify, one of the usual suspects out there. It only takes a minute or two or less. Uh, and it's amazing what it can do uh, for our numbers. So um, I would really appreciate it and a big thanks. And I've, I've been talking about a contest coming up and there is one coming up. Believe me, something's going to happen in the not so distant future. Um, so right after you've left the review, um, and listen to uh, our next conversation with Noemi Weiss uh, talking about her important new film, Connecting the Dots. Well, welcome to Face to Face. We're joined by a very special guest here with us today. We have a filmmaker, a writer, an author, producer, a director, storyteller. Noemi uh, Weiss is here today to talk about her new film, Connecting the Dots. Thank, thanks for t- uh, taking the time to join us here today on Face to Face. My pleasure. Thank you for having me. So, so first of all, right out of the gate, I just want to say congratulations on the film, and and I, I just recently watched it, and it's it's kind of you know, Noemi, it's it's kind of hard to say that I enjoyed a film like this, if you know what I mean, but it's it's it 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 it's such an important document, if that makes sense, and I'm 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 so thrilled that you make it can, made it. Can you can you tell me about um, in the press kit? I think it said there's there's nothing like this has been done before. And I found that I found that really surprising. This this emotional sort of plea, almost. There, there is, um, there are a lot of films that have been made on on mental health. Of course, I think that um, what what this film is is different than others is that it's the first time that it's exclusively the voices of young people. Um, my mission with the film has been all along that it's their voices, it's their stories that have to come forward and the ones that need to be listened to. So um, in that sense, um, you know, I try to avoid as much as possible to have any adults talk about them. Mm. And, and, and the conversation has to be with young people at the table because we have to hear from them uh, what needs to change and how do we make it better? And they are very smart, very eloquent. Um, they know exactly what needs to happen. And uh, we as a society really have to listen. And that was my mission. So that's the uniqueness of the film. I, f- I find it interesting you say that we as a society need to listen and, and maybe we should take a couple minutes just to talk about the film sort of big picture. But isn't that what Connecting the Dots is really all about? It's about becoming better listeners. Exactly. Yes, absolutely. I think that it's a call to action on please take a moment and just listen, because that has been what I have heard through all the process of research and making the film. Uh, Young people were saying, you know, that they need to be listened to, that that's what they want. They want to be part of the conversation. They want 
people to understand why they feel the way they feel. And and I told them, you know, I'm going to tell their, your story, I but it's your story, the one I'm going to tell. So it's, it's your voice. And I think that we owe it to them because uh, they are not well and we need to recognize that. Can you, can you, while maybe you give us a little bit of an overview on the film, could you also unpack the phrase that one of the young women, I think, in the film says, nothing, nothing for us without us, and it's become uh, a phrase that is being used sort of widely right now, Black Lives Matter, Me Too, etc. Can you talk a little bit about that and how important it is to, that for you to have represented these young people so well? Thank you. Um, I, you know, it, it, I wanted to be as honest as possible, and and I think that shows in the film. Uh, there's they, these are their voices, and these are their stories, and this this is the way that I thought it would be a very uh, good way of representing them. When I started, um, which what I call visual diaries, I invited young people from around the world to share with me their stories, um, either a raw moment, a vulnerable moment, or a call to action, what they wanted to see that, would, you know, that we would change, that we would make it better. It was up to all of us to, to understand what they were going through. So that's, the, that's one of the big messages of the film. We cannot talk about them without them. Mm-hmm. These young people are a generation that are very well informed. They are very different than any other generation. Uh, we cannot compare them to other generations because they grew up in an era of technology. Mm. They, they are very well versed in very many topics and, and therefore their, their lives are very different and they are growing up differently. And, and that's why it's so important that we would understand them to be able to help them better. You know, I'm a I'm a I'm a, a parent, and I've got kids who uh, are as young as some of the kids and the young men and women who appear in your film. And you know, it's heartbreaking to hear some of their stories, to see them on film, and and yet your film is ultimately, you know, it's just wonderfully hopeful and, and delightful in a sense to see that that you know, and to hear it from you as the as the documentarian, as the filmmaker, to say I really wanted to represent them, you know, in in a um, I was going to say a positive light because you do that, but but you also open up this can of worms for us as viewers to say, now what? How how can we best step in? What what what's our call to action? You know, c- coming out of a, a a theater after watching a film like this. Mm-hmm. Well, I I wanted to bring hope all along because um, this is consider a hopeless generation and Mm. that talks about the hopeless generation and they do have a lot of issues with hope and and i thought it was important uh, to bring hope to them to to let them know that they are not alone that we are listening that we don't take them for granted that we don't think that it's just teenage angst that they are going through that their problems are real it doesn't matter how big or small they are but that we care and and I put myself in in a position of just telling their story, but also as an observer, very objectively, and and thinking about the different audiences that will be watching this film, uh, thinking about parents, thinking about educators, thinking about people in the in the mental health um, arenas, and 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 people who are working with them, and and seeing what is it that they want, 
and and of course including policymakers and including mm-hmm. people in in that can make decisions and and that can actually realize that this is a different generation this is not what we are used to we are not going to tell them what they need to do we have to work together to recognize what is it that they are looking for and how can we help them to achieve that because i think that's where the change and the hope will come mm. a lot of the young people say you know they they feel that they just need want to be loved and and when you think about it the the normal reaction is but we love them of course we love them well they don't feel it show it to them and show it to them means listening taking the time uh, respecting their opinion as well and i think that's that's key in the message of the film and and hope uh, for me is you can't live life without hope and and i wanted to bring you know them back to life if they were ever thinking that there was no hope that there was no life for them that there was no future well um i try my best um you know, with visuals, with uh, the way that I that I bring the story together to at least show the beauty of life, the beauty that is surrounding us from from the world that we live in. Unfortunately, right now we are under COVID, and we are a lot of us are, you know, in in isolation, and we don't see as much of the wonderful world around mm. us as as before. But um, I'm hoping that this will pass and. I'm also hoping that because the society at large right now is feeling anxious more than ever before, is feeling um, some some people depressed as well, they will be able to understand the young people better. They are not going to be so judgmental. And that's part of my hope as well, that we might be able to bring change a little bit easier uh, that when I started the working on this film three years ago. So, so I'm wondering how do you, you know, you talked about policymakers and teachers that comes out in the film and some of the young folks, they talk about, you know, the broken system and, and systemic violence and, and, and and racism and, and, you know, breakdown, dysfunctional, all of those sort of sentiments about the way things are. How, how, how do you get through to somebody who hasn't experience this kind of a mental health issue or challenge or just doesn't see it is how do you how do you shock somebody out of their complacency does that make sense yeah that that's a good question and and i think that it hopefully the voices of the young people and their stories are going to bring them to reflect and i'm Mm. hoping that there will be some reflection i don't think that there's anyone who doesn't have any connection with with the protagonists themselves because if they are not mm. parents they have a nephew or a niece or a neighbor or a friend that has a child everybody knows someone in that age group and could relate to it and if they don't have anyone in their lives um they have to become more aware of of these young people not just as looking at them as the future, but looking at them at the present. Right, right. I think that would be a way of reflecting and thinking, well, let's stop thinking about these kids. They are the future, but think about them as they are the present. This is their life right now. How do we make it better so the future will come better? 
I wonder to what degree, you know, I mean, you, I don't think um, you, the, the young people talked a lot about, uh, you know, their families. Some of them did, but one of the consistent messages, I mean, that comes out in the film and I just think it's, it's, it's tragically beautiful because I think it's affirming and yet it's so, I guess, disappointing in a way to, to, to hear some of these stories, to, to think, wow, how, how did we get here? You know, and so some of these uh, the f f phrases like um, um, uh, I uh, uh, I want to feel valued or trying to prove that I matter. I want to I want to be heard. It's been a long time since I've been listened to, you know, just like, you know, very simple sort of 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 phrases that um, and, and, and sentiments that are rooted in in good relationships, it seems to me. So. Yeah, I mean, I'm, there's not really a question there, um, Naomi, but it, it's it's sort of embedded in the sense of how did we get here? You know, how how did it get so bad, or has it always been this way? I think that you know one of the the big questions that I had when I started working on the film was what have we created as a society to get mm. here? Exactly what you're asking, and and I think that we created a society that it's has been so busy being busy mm. that has forgotten about the important things in life, like a smile, like a pat in the shoulder, like taking a moment and listen to a young person or understanding that person. And I think that we have to slow down a little bit. And I'm mm. hoping that, um, you know, COVID in a way, the good of adversity, if we can say it like this, is that... Right. It has given everybody a time to reflect in a lot of things that we did not have time before. Maybe more time with the family, people working from home and maybe paying more attention to their children, um, working together to do homework that maybe was something that had never been done before, uh, understanding the anxieties that kids go through at school, um, what is causing them to be anxious at seven, eight, nine years old, um, what, what's happened? Why? Are we protecting them too much? Are we not letting them be? Are, are we teaching them to be resilient? Are we maybe being too too much parents, you know? Um, right, right. There's all kinds of, of reflections that I'm hoping that it the film will bring conversation and, um, and illuminate the topic to a place that people will be able to talk about it. I think well, that everything that related to mental health, to any human rights films that I've been doing all along, uh, it, they, they start by a conversation. And, and this is a call to say, let's talk about it. Can I, can I ask you a, a question about what, why do you care? You know, it always interests me when I when I meet somebody like you who's made, well, Milk, for instance, and, and these sort of groundbreaking, award-winning films that have have shifted the conversation, have had a significant impact. You know, why are you making stories like this and not, you know, um, doing doing more lucrative films, yes. <laughs> for instance? Right? It's it really does fascinate me, and I've talked to a lot of filmmakers, a lot of activists over the years, and 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 I've I've asked this question a lot, but I'd love to hear your thoughts on that. Well, um, you know, I I feel that I have the medium, um, mm. and and if I have the medium, I have to use it properly in my vision. Whatever. So there's a so you you feel a responsibility. I feel responsible somehow, and I am very drawn to issues that 
are related to human rights, that are related to social justice. I feel very compelled um, by stories of people that don't have a voice or they have no opportunity to tell their stories. And, And I feel that somehow I can help them because I have the medium to do that and I can tell their stories and maybe raise awareness and make a difference. And it became, I became very passionate about it. And, and I, yes, I wonder, and my family does too, you know, why do I keep on doing these very difficult films that are so difficult emotionally for me? And I become very invested and I try to detach myself from from the story so I can have a normal life, whatever normal is. Right. And it's, it's very difficult um, because I care. And and that's shown in, in, in the, on the screen, I think. That's part of, uh, I don't know, I think that all of us have a mission in life. And maybe this has been my mission. I'm not certain. I haven't discovered why do I keep on doing these kind of films. And and with connecting the dots, honestly, I wasn't ready to do such a difficult topic. I had dealt with films about domestic violence and gay rights and child traffic. And I was at a time that I thought, well, I'm going to tell nice stories. Maybe I'll do an art film. Maybe <laughs> I'll do something <laughs> that is, is lighter. And then when I started reading about the statistics happening with young people and reading about what they were going through, I felt very compelled. And I thought, well, I I have the opportunity to tell their stories. And I told them from the very beginning, this is your story. I'm just going to do my best to represent you the best way possible. But it's my my responsibility to, to be able to listen to you and bring your stories to life in a way that together we can make a difference. And I think that that's what made them feel really empowered. Um, there is something very special about uh, documentaries of this kind, and there's a healing process in the while making the film. Mm. And and that's very rewarding for me because I can see that already we are making a difference even just by talking, even just by listening, that these young people, no matter where they were in the world, they knew that someone at the other end was was paying attention to them. Is it, you know, it's it's one of those, you know, when you, uh, you don't really get into statistics in the film and, uh, you know, with a lot of uh, text slides and so on, but it, it can feel overwhelming, right? When you mm-hmm. look at the numbers and what I think I, many of the things I love about your film, by the way, is, is how rooted in the personal it is, how rooted it is in, in these young men and women's stories. And this is the, and even though, you know, you, we get to see it on sort of an Instagram frame shot, which I thought was wonderful too, by the way, the, 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 almost an impersonal uh, approach, we, we, we get a sort of a bird's eye view of what's going on. And, and it's then it seems to me that, that, that we almost become responsible ourselves, right? It's, it's such a huge issue. We can't, you know, take on the, we can't take on suicide prevention at a, at a national level, but boy, we can do something about it in our own communities, right? Absolutely. Or in our own families, right? Yes, exactly. And that's, I think that's part of the message because I, as I took the responsibility to immerse myself for three years in making the film, I, I am hoping that people like you and 
society at large will join me in this effort. I'm not, I am not alone either, and I'm hoping I'm not alone. So having this conversation is reassuring because now that the film is completed, I can't be on my own. This is, this is what I offer right now. I have created a tool for many to start talking about it and hopefully bring changes, but most importantly, to bring the film to their communities and, and start the conversation and see what we can do together because that's, that's what it's going to make a difference. If we live in a society where the system has worked in a way for so many decades, and we are facing these issues right now, I think we have to start at, at root level. And it's a lot more work to do that. Um, but it's the only way to do it. And I think that by by going into the roots of the problem and going into the roots of community, which community starts with a family, that's mm. the first community that we have, um, then together we can hopefully make make the changes that these kids need which are going to not just be for them, the young generation only, because I think that the moment the young people are going to feel better, the adults that support them are going to feel better. So it's a domino effect. Absolutely. How, how, how did you um, become aware of Nathan? I mean, he's a core part of this film. He is kind of the, the, the protagonist, I suppose, who is connecting some of the dots for us. And I love how uh, he, near the end of the film, you know, he finally, he finally says, you know, people really do change the world. Mm -hmm. And I just thought that was wonderful that eventually, you know, here he is up at the front speaking to these, these uh, auditoriums full of, of kids who can clearly uh, understand him and are empathizing and he's empathizing with their story. Um, can you tell us how, how how did he come into the picture and, and, and why Nathan? I was doing research uh, one night, very late at night, and and I was I don't remember exactly what I was looking for that night. That I was still on the computer doing research, and I came across um, him and his website, and I thought, wow, I need to meet this person. He's got such a way of talking to young people that I need to I need to know more about it about him and and I got in touch and we had a wonderful conversation and I felt that um, he not only understood the young people that they are, he understood what I was trying to achieve with the film right so that was very important we had a common language and and I thought well he he is he's my voice in the film in many ways. He, he can represent what I'm trying to bring forward, which is going out to the world and finding out from young people what their problem is. And he was very keen on doing that. And uh, that's how it all started. And, and then we worked together for a long time during the research time. And then uh, we traveled together and, and, and we discussed the topic at length, and and we saw eye to eye really um, what what needed to happen. So he he's not only bringing his own lived experience, but I think he has a way of understanding and communicating and listening that uh, the kids are are very receptive to him. Is his organization called um, uh, For Your Life Speaks? Is yes. that it? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, and it's Nathan Nathan Harmon, by the way. If if folks want to, well, I'm hoping people will not only listen to our interview and do some research, but I hope they're going to going to catch the film as well. It's uh, yourlifespeaks.org, by the way, is 
is uh, Nathan's uh, website. Yeah, it's fascinating. It's amazing to me how, you know, I guess how you were connecting the dots, you know, uh, yeah, up late at night. And it, I mean, is that is that kind of what you're you're implying in the title that that if we step into this, some of it's going to start to make more sense? Yes, I think connecting the dots, you know, it, it's it's a name that I you never know what name you're going to call the film. But connecting the dots was for me since the very inception of the film. I thought I need to connect everybody. I need to connect the voices. I need to connect people. I need to connect emotions. And then it became connecting the dots. And And I think right now that, that we are bringing the film to the world is let's even connect further. Let's bring everybody together. We, unless we have connectivity, although we are living in a world of connectivity, it's very strange to, to believe that these people are the loneliest generation mm. that adults as well. I mean, yes, what, for sure. So I think that we need to become closer. We need to become closer to be able to connect everybody in a way that it's meaningful. And I think that's what the problem has been in the last number of years is that the connections were not meaningful enough. And I think that we are human beings that need affection, that need, the human relationships, and unless we be, we have meaningful conversations and meaningful connections, uh, we are going to be suffering because we long for that. It's it's part of the human nature that we need to be in touch with other people. Do you you know it? It comes out in the film again, and it comes out in some of the individual stories. But would you say and blame maybe the wrong word? But but what kind of Oh, I guess responsibility. Do you think that social media has uh, with respect to where where young, where, not just young people, all of us, frankly, are you know staring into screens and we're doing it for different reasons, of course. But but you know, on one hand, it sounds like it's it's very much the culprit. But on another hand, it actually sounds like maybe it actually could help change um, the situation as well. There are ways to connect, right? Through your device, et cetera. Uh, but maybe this isn't just about connection, right? Maybe it's, like you said, maybe it's, you know, community starts in the family. It's about relationship. It's about trust, et cetera. I think that social media has a lot to do with it, but I think that we need to be conscious about how to use social media. Mm -hmm. And and if we compare you know, um, the Industrial Revolution, um, when it all started, or, or even when, um, you know, cars were in the street, there was there were no um, stoplight signs, there was no red lights, uh, there was no seatbelt, there were a lot of things that we did not have, and there were a lot of accidents. And I think that it's, it's safe to say that social media in a way is part it's the same is the same. We have come into this world that we embraced all of us because it, it's so fascinating that we can connect with people from the other side of the world and be in conversations. We can have this chat right now and be at a distance and um, but there hasn't been any education on how to use it properly. And it's it's now starting. We are seeing that more and more. I think that parents have to be more cautious and learn themselves what's the best way to use it and be conscious about how they teach their kids. 
how to be responsible. I think that conversation needs to be at the forefront. And there are specialists that talk about this and they have studied it and they are helping a lot of, of people through counseling. But I think I, I strongly believe in prevention. And I mm. think that all my films are about preventing before it is too late. Well, and the only way we can prevent is by becoming aware by understanding, by listening, by stepping into the the issue a little bit more, and and uh, and then I, I mean I think that's what's so brilliant about about films like like this. This, and I always you know when I, when I end these types of interviews, I, wow, how how do we get more people you know mm-hmm. to 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 see this, to step into it, and 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 actually you know to to Nathan's point, you know, change the world. Yes, we all want to change the world, right? And and it would be wonderful. I, I well, we are having a. Um, a virtual community screening, um, which is global, uh, on November 19th. And it's a free screening. It, we are inviting everybody. And if you can post the link to register, uh, by all means, everybody's welcome. We have almost 700 people registered already That's from everywhere in the world that you can imagine, which is really wonderful. Uh, we continue to invite people to join us. And then the big invitation really is that once they watch the film, which will be followed by a youth-led panel roundtable, a lot of them participants of the film themselves, that they join us in in bringing their, the film to the com- their community, mm. that they will actually um, realize the possibility of using the film as a tool. Um, films can make a difference. I, I have proven that with with my films, Milk particularly, my last film, um, which was brought into many, many, many communities around the world, and implementation of changes happen as mm-hmm. a result of that. So we can prove that. So my invitation is to everybody right now, come and have a taste, see what it's all about, join us in the conversation, and then take action. Yeah. Take action. Is there is no is there a uh, impact campaign that you are um, planning on or already in the uh, yeah stage? Can you tell us a bit about that? Well, we are very strong about make you know creating impact with a film of this nature, and and with all my films, I have done similar campaigns. In this one particular, we have a good um, group of in marketing and in, in impact as well and PR and and we are all together working but also um, I was fortunate enough to have the support from organizations that came to support my my the activities that we envision and that we plan strategically on how do we how do we launch a film in a world of it when we cannot go to the theaters we and and this has actually has been a way of, of bringing the world together and and that's the invitation to everybody. So we, we are hoping that people are going to license the film, bring it to their communities, and in whatever setting it is, it you know it could be that they are pe- working on with peer-to-peer support, young people-to-young people, training, uh, educators, uh, parents, and so on and so forth. I think it's everybody's conversation. It it really is everybody's conversation, and I, I you know, sadly we're going to have to wrap up in a few minutes. Uh, but but, uh, and again, it's one of those conversations that you know you feel like you're just getting started, and 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 there's so much more to talk about. But there's a moment, there's so many moments in the film that stand out for me. But there's a young man who's talking about somebody who came alongside of him, maybe a teacher, 
uh, some kind of a mentor and, and handed him a brown book and said, write. Mm-hmm. And, and he, and then he goes on to say, and he smile, he kind of lights up and says, you know, and that, that, that led to me writing and, and I'm still writing and I'm a spoken word artist now today and ultimately found a way. And as some other young woman in the film says, turned his pain into something beautiful. And isn't that sort of the call to action? How, 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 how to do that when you're, you're surrounded by pain or you're living with this kind of pain and this kind of emotional trauma, how do you get there? And, and sometimes all it takes is for somebody to step in. Exactly. Exactly. And it takes one person. Mm. It takes one so person to bring that sunshine in, uh, to spark and to see the, you know, that this young person could actually express his or her her emotions in in a certain way, and and if it's art, let it be art. If it's uh, if it's just community, then bring that person into a community and be and, and help them to be more resilient by knowing that they are not alone. Uh, there's mm-hmm. very many ways, and I think that it starts from a conversation. It starts from allowing people to express their emotions freely. That was one of the things that I told the young people all the time while we were working. Um, you know, this is a film where there's no stigma. We are breaking the stigma. We, right. You are completely free to express your emotion. Don't ever feel that you need to... Um, Think twice what you want to say. Say it nicely. Uh, try not to hurt anyone. That's important. Let's be skillful in the language that we use, but let's not put a barrier to mm. enter our own emotions because so that's good. the problem. No, it's it's a fantastic. I think it's a beautiful way to to wrap up our conversation today. And I love how you end the film with, uh, I think it's for, unless I missed one, not alone, your voice matters. Exactly. Break break the silence and, and reach out. Um, wow. What a, what a wonderful film. Uh, and again, congratulations. It's an important, it's one of those films that's not only a must see, it's, it's just, it's, it's, it's a, it's a game changer really. Um, and, and in, in parts hard to watch and to say, I, I, you know, Naomi, I, I found, I found myself sometimes thinking it can't be this bad. You know, mm-hmm. I just, I just, it was almost, and I've, I'm somebody who's been, you know, working in international development for years and concerned about social justice issues and so on. And, and hard to watch because I didn't want to believe, wow, is it, you know, seeing that one young boy talking about anxiety and depression. Mm-hmm. And I just, I kind of smiled and said, you, you should be hanging out with your friends right. and, and playing with you know? models and Lego and exactly. you know what I mean? what's going on. And when you see all the hands raising up and mm. every one of them, I powerful moment. That's very powerful. And I, by the way, our hashtag is raise your hand. Yes. Thank you. And yeah. we invite everybody to raise their hand and join us and, and tell us, and tell us what needs to change. What, how are they going to contribute? How are they going to join us in the conversation? What action are they going to take? How are they going to support the beginning of this conversation? Because really the film is just the beginning. One of the most powerful images for me um, was the, dro- uh, I'm going to say the aerial shot, the drone shot of the school buses mm. coming coming in. I'm so glad you put that into the film. It's It's an image that will stick with me for a long, long time. And I think it's just this punctuation mark on on 
how severe and how, how much of a global uh, issue this really, really is. And this is so many messages in that metaphor. It's really quite, quite wonderful. Thank you. Thank you so much. And I think to the global end, um, one of my, my tasks as well was to show that this doesn't, this is not a problem that is happening in North America. It's not a problem just to mm. Canada. It's not a problem to to one community or the other. The stories are really the same no matter where we are. Um, it doesn't yes. matter the color that you are. It doesn't matter the language you speak or the socioeconomic background that you come from. This problem is is really unified by, by kids from around the world feeling pretty much the same. So it's a call to action for everybody around us and to look at the universality of the problem and say, there's something we haven't done that mm. that good. We, there's something that needs to change. And how do we collectively do something about it? It's beautiful and it's wonderful. We, we've we been talking to Noemi uh, Weiss about her new film, Connecting the Dots. Thank you so much for your time today. I really appreciate it here. And if you've, folks, if you've enjoyed this, uh, please do uh, like Face to Face on social media. Uh, give us give us a thumbs up on YouTube. Uh, leave us a review at iTunes. We'd really appreciate it. No, Noemi, thank you so much for your time today. I really appreciate it talking about your new film, Connecting the Dots. Thank you so much for having me. And I invite everybody to join us in all our social media platforms and to take a look at our website at connectingthedotsfilm.com and from there they can join us everywhere hashtag raise your hand exactly raise your hand thank you so much What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com.